Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. My name is Steve Moylan, and today I've got another artist from the 2015 Adelaide Fringe. Okay, and returning to the 2015 Adelaide Fringe Festival is an Adelaide favourite, George Capanaris, uh, with End of Dark Days Trev. Hello, George, how are you? How are you? Well, I was an Adelaide favourite until now. Until now. After 11 years, 12 years, sorry, 12 years. Seven years. There is a weird, strange, TARDIS-like white van on REA ads now. It's not the same. That's right. It's not the same. And what's on the vans? I don't even know what's on the vans. What happened? Well, it's, it's like, like finding this... out about the new girlfriend. What happened? Well, it's like this new ad now where an RAA guy is leading this guy through this miraculous kind of mansion thing, showing all these, all these benefits of having an RAA membership, and then he gets out, and then suddenly you see them both walking out of the back of the van. So it's like they've been inside this van, which is like a TARDIS, which is bigger on the inside than the outside, and yeah. So I got dropped for that? Apparently oh so. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't understand, it's like getting rid of a pie floater. It's like getting rid of a green and pink frog. It's like getting rid of the festival centre. Getting me out of there, it's, just, it's not going to be the same. People are already complaining, actually. I did a gig the other day at the Comedy Club in Melbourne. And there was a, you know, you know when people are from Adelaide when they go, "G'day, Trev." I go, "You from Adelaide, yet? We miss those ads. When are you going to come back?" I, go, I can't come back. I don't make the ads. I just do them. But you're not even so Trev. I'm not even Trev. I'm George, but they call me Trev because I say Trev a lot. Yeah. So uh, that's why that's why I call the show "End of Dark Days" Trev because they don't know me as George. They know me as Trev. So uh, I guess I'll get to know me as George now. Well, you're going to have to. They're going to have to. <laughs> yeah. yeah <for> that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's why I put the show together. It's basically say, thank you, Adelaide. See you later. Uh, that's the end of that. And um, that's why I've called it End of Dark Days Trev, because I think there was an ad where I was going, Dark Days Trev, Dark Days. So um, everyone seems to know that one. So <laughs> Nice. Um, but you obviously you've got, you're no strange to Adelaide. I think the last time I saw you performing in town, you were at the Cavern. And I think, yes, was that yeah. a couple of years ago now? Oh, it's a while now, but that was the place that I was started off doing uh, some shows. And I love the Cavern Club, but uh, it's sort of tucked in under the city. It's sort of underground, isn't it? Yeah, it's sort um, of, yeah. And, and the Rhino Room is, is Adelaide's finest comedy venue, you know, so... And it's close to the Garden of Turkish Delights, and it's right in the middle... And so that's why I really I haven't done a Rhino Room uh, festival uh, show yet. So that so I I got to know Craig over the years because I did a few kind of um, just appearances at the Rhino Room, and uh, he invited me to actually take up a spot. There was a spot available. He said, "Do you want to do it?" And I've gone, "You know what? This is probably the last year of fame for me in Adelaide. So yes, I'll take it. While people still know me, while people still know my name, Trevor." Um, I'll take the opportunity and I'll do a show and it's it's going to be great. Yeah, so and you get... It's already you, half full, which is good, so people are coming, which is great. Already half full? Yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. So uh, so it's a good response. So uh, and, and that was my aim at the start, you know, just to get to produce your own shows, you know, sometimes. And uh, I did this one by myself and uh, my aim was to... To, to get 50% capacity, and I got that, so anything else is just going to Adelaide. It's I'm going to have to tell my parents to hurry up and book then, aren't I? Yeah, tell your parents. That's the thing with my show. 
Old people love me. I don't know why. Maybe the son they wanted to have and they never had. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I am an old person now, I think. I think I'm actually in that generation now. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> don't you think about That's it. Funny. I started thinking about it for myself as well. It's like, um, there's a lot of younger people now and it's quite scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't even think of being old. But no. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. You're still active. Yeah. You're still <laughs> doing stuff. It's the main thing. Still active. Yeah. I can, I can still wipe my own butt. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not that inactive. But like, I think the other thing I saw you in was back in 2010 when you did Give and Take with State Theatre Company. That's right. That was great. That yeah. was a good challenge. That was hard, though. Very hard learning. Because I was basically in uh, that play, um, which was was written for uh, Gary McDonald, who's Norman Gunston, you know, Gary McDonald, yeah. the famous actor, Burns' son. Um, it was written for him, so for his body, for his personality, for his, you know, um, just the way he's on stage. So for me to take that on, it was kind of an out-of-body experience, you know, it was sort of like really actually having to work hard because uh, when you're on stage, you play a persona of yourself. It might not be yourself. It might be like a, a quirky version of yourself, but it's still yourself. So when you play, play another uh, character, it, it's hard work because you have to transform yourself into, into being someone else, you know, mm. someone who might not be like you, not of the same... Um, flesh and blood, you know. So um, it was a really big challenge, but I really enjoyed doing it. It was. A, uh, did you like it? Did you like yeah. it? Yeah, that was a really good team you had there show. as well. Like Maddie, Maddie Cook's a yeah. friend of mine, and so I think it was one of his first shows of state. And Catherine Fitzgerald always does amazing work. So yeah. it was just a good fun a show to director. see. And Maddie, Maddie, and um, uh, Maddie, I adopted as one of my own sons. He still calls me dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. So it's kind of we had a lot of fun on that show too. So we we had a really you know especially with my kids in the show that it was a really good relationship. So yeah, Maddie's an awesome guy. Is he still in Adelaide? Uh, yeah, he did. A, he's done a whole lot of travelling around, but he's uh, in Adelaide. He's doing a big show, um, the Bureau uh, Bureau of Complaints that he's doing with Delirio Zavace, um up at Channel Nine, which is uh, should be a bit of fun that show. Um, but he's certainly right. going to be in town for Fringe. Yeah, he does the best. He does the best impersonation of what's his name? Cowbell. What's his name? Cowbell. I got myself a cowbell. The guy from uh, Christopher Walken. He does the best. Oh yeah. Walken impersonation that I've ever seen. And uh, have you met Chris Azamos, his best friend? Yes, I have. He's he's off in the US now. Is he? Oh, you know, they were my they were my sons in that show. So so we had a ball. Such it was sort of like yeah, astroturf and sprinklers and all sorts on that set as well. Yeah, it was, it was about a, uh, spring, a sprinkler factory or a sprinkler company, and uh, uh, sales were dropping and all sorts of things were happening, and, um, and 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 my kids were were using me for my money, and you know, and and my my right hand man was like uh, sucking up my ass to get further than me on the ladder, and. And uh, yeah, it was it was a great it was a great show. Really enjoyed that yeah. show, and I got to piss on someone. Got to piss on someone on just, stage, which is good. <laughs> um, it's not every day that you get to piss on. I don't get to piss on anyone in this show. No, unfortunately. And you probably don't get to get, uh, take your kid off as well because you had a big sauna scene in that one as well. Well, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Oh, okay. I'm going to expose. I'm going to. I don't know if I should tell you now, but I'm going to get my back waxed. Through the duration of the show, every night I'm going to do an eight. I get myself some 
trips and I'm going to get members of the audience. So I thought this is the best way to do it. And when I get home, I can surprise my wife and go, look how cool I look. Yeah. And make passionate love. But the top, the top bit's going to be like a week longer than the bottom bit or whichever bit you finish no, up with. I'm not going to do it, but I'll do it from the waist up. Uh, yeah, but the first trip's going to start growing back after the, after the week. I hope not. <laughs> really? Now you tell me. God. I've written a song about it. Everything's ready to go. Oh, like, awesome. Yeah, that's it. It's going to be like mowing the lawn, of course, and then it grows back. Yeah. Uh, pop it up. Oh, no, Tougher and more coarser than it was before. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what's going to happen. It's going to, Maybe I should do it like in stripes, like, you know, the, the soccer pitches and the MCG, you know, they've they got the stripes. So maybe oh. if I do stripes, you know, a crisscross sort of effect. It could look like really cool Astro too. You'll have to call uh, Les Burdett, who used to do the Adelaide Oval as curator. I should get him to do that section, just the section that section of the show. Yeah. So I was going to get him easier, but I think it'd be better to get him <laughs> just to explain it. <laughs> so is this, like, it, obviously it's... Um, I'm seriously going to do it. I haven't even been to the chemist to ask how I'm going to do it. but And I'm not going to tell my wife because I want to surprise her, so it's going to be painful. <laughs> That's gold. It's fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm on light and easy too, so I don't look too bad. I'm on light and easy at the moment. I used to be on fried and greasy, but now I'm on light and easy. Oh, just wow. to lose a couple of kilos. Might be hard going over the the muffin top, over the bumps. You just have to climb up the yeah. stairs to the rhino room a few times. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'll just do that. Just run up and down before the show. show. You're like a makeover. Um, now, I... Is this exclusively for Adelaide, this show? Are you going to be able to tour this anywhere else? No, no. This is. I'm going to use some of the new stuff that I've written. Yeah. But it's mostly... The first half is like some 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 kind of fine stand-up comedy for myself, you know, just to you know, get all the, you know, fire all the guns there. And then the second half I'm going to get into um, the, what, what the life after Trev. What do I do? What do I do now? So um, so that's going to be tailor-made for Adelaide audiences. So, um, yeah, so people are going to go, this is very much our show. So yeah. I'm not going to ask this. You know. I mean, you tell people about Trev Interstate, they have no idea what, what we're talking about. You know, <laughs> even the guy that's helping me direct the show. So I guess, and I did this out, you know, I bought a house in Goodwood. I bought a oh, house, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> so who's directing it for um, a friend of mine, Tony Nicolakopoulos, who's an actor, um, who we just did a, recently a show called uh, Alex and Eve, a film that's been uh, coming out this year, hopefully, mm-hmm. directed Peter Androkides. Um, and, but uh, we worked ages ago together and uh, we've got a good working relationship. And uh, he, if you've ever seen the movie The Wog Boy, he was the guy in the neck brace, the uncle. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he's actually, when he's not an actor, he's a uh, director and, and a drama teacher. So he's really good as a sounding board. Yeah. I also got another comic, uh, his name is Brad Oates, to mentor me with some uh, some of the material that I'm doing in the show just to help me out. Because when you write stand-up, you go, is that funny? I'm not sure if that's funny. Is it funny? Yeah, it's funny. No, it's not funny. No, don't do it. It's not funny. Yes, it is funny. So you have this dialogue within yourself that if you can bounce off someone... Um, it's kind of better. And then and then the people that you bounce off kind of go, you know what, have you ever thought about going this way instead of that way? So uh, I suggest it to all comics out there, just have someone they can just fall back on and have a chat once they've written their material. Yeah. 
Yeah, I may, I may be sort of mentioning that stuff. I think you did a great sort of long-form interview with Justin Hamilton on his podcast a while ago that I heard. He's saying, yeah, can you take this photo, good. please? That was brilliant. Well, he was really good working with Justin that uh, that week because we did some Rhino Room shows and we did the TT Gully Hotel and the Marion and a few other places. And and again, he, he has this awe about him, like he's a, he's a Jedi master of comedy. Yeah. So... You watch him and you're in awe of him and he's so good and, and when he improvises, he's great, you know. And even though I'm like 10 years older than him, I'm still kind of, you know, I'm still kind of going, you're great, you're great. I love everything you do. And I watched him for the whole week, learned heaps out of him. And just we talked, we asked each other questions and he might have learned something off of me too, but I really got a lot out of working with him. So yeah. I really enjoyed that. It's a very good comic. And his, his podcast series is phenomenal, like just... Well, he, he does that, and he also does stuff. Every time he does a show, he does a blog on the show. Yeah. So he'll do a show, and it could be a show in, you know, Christie's Beach, you know, Pavilion or something, you know, and he'll go home, and then he'll write about, all right, tonight at Christie's Beach, I did uh, this routine, that routine, that routine. I really liked the way this went then, and this lady got up, and she suggested this, and I said this, and blah, 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 and he'll write, like, a report on himself every night. Which I think is great discipline, you know. I, you know, I wish I wish I could do that, you know. And he just um, he he lives and breathes and eats comedy, you know. Yeah. And when I say eats comedy, after the show every night, we went to North Adelaide and had an AB. So <laughs> from which is another the blue and white or the red and yellow. Well, we went to the blue and white because apparently that's the original. But if you go to the red and yellow, that's the original original. So I'm not sure what came first, the chicken or the egg. So yeah, it's, it's uh, hard to like, know. <laughs> I think the blue and white must be the original. Yeah. Because uh, theirs looks more like an abortion than the, uh, the red and white. <laughs> there, there's more of a little bit McDonald's abortion, so it's like a nice abortion. Yeah. Of, oh, this is bad, this conversation now. This, is, this conversation you is took this, you took it. You took it there. <laughs> I took it in the AB. We were in it together. <laughs> That's what nice people don't know what an AB is. It's like chips and gyros and... Potato cakes or something. Garlic sauce or something. There's together. like all of the sauces something. on top. Yeah, mustard, garlic sauce, tomato sauce, barbecue sauce, and it looks like something went wrong. And yeah. uh, but it's magnificent. And I think you basically order them by the number of people that want to eat them or something like that because people have huge ones that are bigger than the tables and it's just gets nasty yeah, yeah, there early hours of the morning. You can have one on your own too. Yeah. And that's the thing. You know, it's just full on. I don't give a shit anymore about the way I look. I'm going to eat this, <laughs> and if I vomit or throw up or get sick on the way home, doesn't matter because this is so good at the moment. It's real decadence. An AB is real decadence. Yeah, and the best thing about getting an AB on uh, O'Connell Street, in North Adelaide, is you can just go across the road to the bakery on O'Connell afterwards. Twenty-four hour <laughs> pies and pasties and sweets and all sorts of and things get, afterwards. And get something else. Yeah. <laughs> And then finish it off with a nice coffee. What's that brand in Adelaide? Farmers Union. Get a Farmers Union on the way back. Yeah. Uh, As you're snacking on your fruit talks, it's great. I love Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're really, really happy to have you back. And um, make sure it's not the last time we come over, and I'm sure Craig will have you back whenever you want to come over. Um, yeah, look, um, I love I love Adelaide comedy, and they do so much for comedy in Adelaide. Very proud of them, and uh, they're doing great stuff. And all you guys, um, you know, when you come into Adelaide, the festival is a great festival. I 
tell you the truth, the Adelaide Fringe is better than any other comedy. I've been to uh, to Scotland and I've been to the Melbourne one and I've been... The Adelaide one is the most fun and the most camaraderie you get between comics because mm. we just chat, hang out, laugh, blah, blah, blah. You go to Melbourne, you freeze, everyone's miserable, no one wants to talk to anyone because everyone's trying to make money and you know they're all jealous of each other by that stage. But in Adelaide, everyone's really excited. You know, they're trying new stuff, new material, uh, haven't had a bad review yet. So um, they're all really, really keen. So it's the best festival in the world. I've said it. There, I've said it. And I totally agree, though. You can mark it down. Totally agree with that. What's that? I totally agree with that. Yeah, I, it's yeah, what we I'm do not, when we do an event. Like, when we have a big event here in Adelaide, it's everyone comes out and everyone supports it, and Adelaide's small enough that that energy just vibrates oh, through the look, whole city. It's look, great. The, um, the um the Grand Prix was a great event. Yeah. In Adelaide it was a great event. In Melbourne it's like who gives a shit, you know? No one cares unless you're and if you're living in Albert Park you're actually pissed off because you don't want it there. But in Adelaide it was an event and people used to come from all over the place to go to Adelaide to be a part of you know, like the bike race you guys have got now. It's just an awesome bike race. Oh, and know? it's getting bigger and bigger. That's bit that was huge this year. It was great. I think Adelaide's a great place to be, you know, in those first three months of the year, it's a great place to be. Yeah. As, soon as, as soon as Eclipse all finishes, everyone just shuts down and goes into footy zone. And, you know, I love the footy as well. And uh, But everyone just goes into footy mode. And there's no more festivals and no more. So while it's there, let's enjoy it. Absolutely. It's just that thing that everyone just gets out and totally embraces the whole thing and just goes out every night and just goes out looking for adventure and looking for shows and, you know, looking to yeah. get out there with their mates and have a good night. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And meet new people. And that's the other thing. You get to meet new people and, um, yeah, that's a real, real carnival atmosphere. Well, yeah. and uh, you're going to be an integral part of that with End of Dark Days Trev, George Capanaris at Rhino Room upstairs, 13 Frame Street in Adelaide, uh, through the first uh, week or so of the Fringe from the 10th of February so through to the 10th. 19th. Yeah. And the eight a- shows... Uh, eight waxes, let's call it eight waxes of shows, um, and <laughs> it, oh, I've got some special nights too. So yep. if you, there's a couple of nights where I'm donating money uh, from the money that I earn. So if you come on the Tuesday, the Tuesday the seventeenth, I'm donating money to like an autism charity. Oh, awesome. uh, that a mate of mine running. Yeah. And if uh, you come on the Wednesday the 18th, I'm donating money to the fires. So the CFS, I think it is in Adelaide. Yeah, so um, the Kernsbrook fires that happened earlier this year. Well, everyone's blaming me for them, you know, because um, I bought a house in Goodwood and, you know, burnt down, then Woodwood yeah. and burnt down. And I'm doing a show in South Australia and the whole state's on fire. So everyone's going, what'd you do that for? But it's not my fault. And to make up for that, I'm actually donating some money to help people out because, um, yeah, it's a shitty thing to happen. Oh, yeah, um, bad way to start the year. But uh, thankfully they got they got it controlled and we sort of haven't haven't had any more as yet touch wood. But, uh, yeah, yeah it was just horrific. Yeah, wet wood. Let's make that wood wet. Yep. Nice and wet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, George, thank you so, so much for your time and uh, we look forward to My seeing you here in Adelaide uh, in the early part of the Fringe. Great chatting to you. Thank you.